You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome to the Weekly Review, the radio show where two grown men try to keep up with the ever-changing landscape in a society that is constantly turned, tuned into the internet. The birthplace of trends, morphings of language, slang that you must be aware of if you don't want to be out of touch, because nobody cares about you if you're a reminder of stagnant decay. As elder citizens, we count ourselves blessed to be in the company of savvy young internet citizen supreme Marbai Berdu, who is very wise indeed. Today she is going to be telling us about so many of the things that have been happening on the internet that my head is just exploding from looking at the script. We shall also talk about the death or the disappearance of the working class heroes in, in culture and in music and the arts. Uh, we shall talk about posh kids making music. Apparently everyone who is kind of cool lately also comes happens to come from a very cozy household, to put it lightly. Something that is adding more fuel to the fire of the debate about privileged access to higher positions in life. My new trend discovery of the week is Gnomecore. What is it? We will find out. Our album of the week is Bell and Sebastian's Late Developers. Shall we begin? internet is on fire famous people are doing amazing things with their lives it's award season so that means that a lot of celebrities are in the same room together at the same time and viral moments happen and to give us a round down of the most imp the most uh, interesting things shall we say for us here at the weekly review mar has done her homework yeah because i know if i did this like a couple of weeks ago you would be like yeah we know we have internet access we know about all of this But this week special because maybe you've been too busy with the Shakira and Pique drama that I don't have to explain, everybody knows. So a lot of news that are important and that people should be talking about have gone under the radar. And I'm here to have you help you with that and, and to have new stuff to talk about because we have talked about it too much. I, I've been loving talking about it, uh, but now it's done. But so uh, we need new topics. Hang on, just to put a, a, a nail in the coffin of the Shakira okay. Piquet debate. Hmm. Uh, you, 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 you've been looking at it, you've been analyzing yeah. it. Why do you think this story has been so, um, has had such an impact on, 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 on every news outlet? Everyone is, to like it's Everybody just another cotillero. Like Everybody loves drama, especially when it's so public. Like, Maybe like the Brangelina scandal, it was so public, everybody knew. Like, it's not like, 
oh, it's rumored that Shakira is not getting along with Piqué and the divorce is going badly. No, it's like, no, no, she she went on and talked to, like, yeah, yeah, and made a song she about made a it. Very explicit and song. then the other one responded with the um, tacky ways and. And oh, it's so petty. He bought a Twingo. Yeah, yeah, he bought and, a Twingo because she mentions like, in the song that you changed. You, oh what was it? She, you changed me. You changed the Twingo for a no, no a, 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 a Ferrari, for a, Ferrari. A Ferrari for a Twingo. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's, there's something I want to mention further down the line. I don't want to jump about thing. Shakira and Piqué. Well, no, be, about the concept of people uh, uh, breaking up in a relationship and then finding a new partner ah, who yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. The, the like yeah, the carbon exactly, copy. Because I I bring you. A lot of topics that can be the new thing that we talk about. So I'm gonna be, like show you the list that, of new things we can talk yes. about, hmm. and and then we can just um, at lunch or whatever just talk about this. Huh. So we ha I have like sections. So let's begin with dating because Shakira dating. and Piqué are not the only ones that have been like going through love heartbreak stuff. Um, so. Here's a list of all the celebrities that have been trying to catch our attention with their love life. And the first one, obviously, is the best one. And then we'll go down um, <laughs> as the ones I, I'm not interested as much, but are interesting also. But this one, oh my God, uh, I, I don't even know how to put it into words, but I'm going to try. Okay, so this is a new imaginary couple, so it's not even official yet. It's a shipping. Yeah. It's a power ship that has just dropped and I'm so obsessed, so into it. It's exactly what I wanted. It's exactly like they know what people want. It's not like an obvious affair. It's this kind of affair. And I'm say, I'm talking about it happened during the Golden Gloves. Gloves? Gloves. Um, <laughs> that happened like... Um, a few days ago, I don't care. Um, <laughs> and week. last week, yeah, we were not gonna talk about that. That's not interesting. It's interesting what happened in the red carpet yeah. because Amelia, the whatever chicken the shop, the Moldenberg, um, chicken shop girl, yeah, um, was um, in charge of the interviews on the red carpet, blah blah blah, and she had um, to interview all of them, but one in special um, was what made this whole thing happen and the the one that I'm talking about is is the one with Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. And the I think, actor. Um, he they already met at the JQ Awards, so it's not like hi I'm Amelia, whatever. They already met at the JQ Awards ah, and, and they already was... showed their potential because um, there was chemistry. Yeah, there was a lot of chemistry, and and Andrew was like, "I already know who you are," and she was like, "Do you know who I am? Why do you know I who swear, I am? that is the best feeling when you're interviewing celebrities on a red carpet, like I have in my in the back. Uh, when 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 someone famous comes up to you and, it's, and they and they honestly Recognize, say, yeah. "Nice to see you again." Beyonce said this to me twice. <gasps> oh my! Twice. Literal God! I can't How believe you've you waited this long Beyonce? to drop that. Twice? Yes. Uh, uh, Ma, Ma I, I hate to say this, but you're the only person in this room that hasn't met Beyonce. <laughs> oh, you have as well? I think just I once, have so. to oh, oh, just she, throw she did, up she now. She did give me a hug, though. So. No. Oh, no. you got the hug. I no. Did. I did no. not get I'm the hug. I'm, I'm, 
I'm about to cry right now. Well, oh my God, I, now you're making me unfocused. Why did you bring up Beyonce? I'm meeting yeah, Beyonce now. I'm doing my section. Damn it. I, I, and I thought I was going to like one-up man him by by saying the next one, but it, it's not. No, I, it, nothing can compete with the Not hug. even God. A, even, it was a side hug. Was it a side hug or was it a frontal hug? It was a side hug. Oh still God. good enough. Still oh good God, enough. So Do you want nervous. me to tell you about it? Or yeah. uh, we, uh, can we, Mar? Can we, uh, will it, will it, this be, will it? Yeah, I'm not focused anymore. So do whatever you want. So it was um, basically they took a lot of journalists to go and see uh, her gig. She played at London Wembley Arena, and yeah. after, uh, no, before actually they're like, right, do you want to come and meet? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh so my. so we were like lined up in a room, and she kind of came and said hello to us all. Um, and uh, she said, nice to meet you. And I went, pleasure. And she went off going, pleasure, pleasure, like that. And I was like, all right, Beyonce. Oh, my God, and then Beyonce she was ma- fun of you. making fun of you, mocking yeah. you. That's the best thing that <gasps> could happen Because she's always so anyone. polite as well. You know, you, she, that, this is even like risky territory for Beyonce, like in case I'm, she would offend this I, poor journalist. And so anyway, all of like, we we're going to have a picture taken with them. And all of the journalists, like, I was the last one to it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be on the end. But what happened was Beyonce instead came around to my side and uh, no basically her big bouncer who's like bigger than the sun had yeah. been saying you will not touch Miss Knowles do not touch Miss Knowles like, I'm not going to touch Miss Knowles so she comes around me and puts her <laughs> arm around me and I'm like oh, oh my god, god. And like because normally you'd put your arm around her but I was like so did you in- faint please <laughs> I, I almost fainted rescue that oh. photo because I bet you're all like, like, like all tense like damn it she's touching me I hope the bodyguard doesn't the- hit me or and while at the same time having the best moment of my life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> mixed emotions. Where is that photo? Bring it out for social media. Room? Like printed, like huge. No, like... no. Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? Oh, it's basically, no. they were like, okay, if you want this picture, you can buy it for £10. <gasps> and I was like, I can't be asked. But I've got a crude print out of it somewhere. I'll find it somewhere. Oh, you, 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 buy... you pirate. <laughs> you couldn't pay £10 to prove everybody that Beyonce was touching you in a picture do you, do you believe me I would no of course not after oh. knowing that you wouldn't pay 10 pounds for a picture with Beyonce like that sounds like a lie You've... I would pay a thousand pounds like I, w- I would pay whatever it took I would give my kidney like dirt like rip my whatever apart I'm gonna and... find this I'm gonna find it's not a great picture but I'm oh gonna find god. it god damn it Anyway, now, Mark, sorry. No, so now, so back to, to the down. red carpet. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, not important anymore. Yes, I'm it is. Anything else it happened say. last week. Amelia de <laughs> Moldenberg okay, yeah. was interviewing Andrew Garfield yeah. for a second time on a red carpet this year after the GQ Awards. This time they met up at the Golden Globes. Continue. And they had this. And what's the most, like, best energy that you can have, like, flirting on camera? It's <laughs> the awkward, you know, this awkward... Um, kind of flirting, like it, it was not like, oh yeah, I don't know, it's, oh. it's like teenagers, like being, I don't know, someone said this is the best, cap- like someone has captured um, British f- flirting at its finest, like yeah. not even a movie, not a book, not anything has captured how British pl- people flirt, just like this interaction has captured it. And I've, I feel like it, without being British, I can understand this is how they do it. And people have gone insane over this potential couple. Um, they have even put like um, screen captures of um, when Lizzie and Mr. Darcy touch hands in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Um, there's a, a moment in, in the interview, they almost like they touch hands like in the microphone and they have completed <gasps> like it's the same. Like I, I love when it's like not obvious um, kind of love, you know, like the one that you want it to happen, but it's not obvious. And, and yeah. you know, both of them are awkward. And I wanted to explain more the interaction. But I think what 
will make you understand best is that you hear it by yourselves and you obsess <gasps> over it just like I did. Please, Rob, Rob, do you have the clip of Amelia and Andrew Garfield the like being in love at, in the Golden Globes? Oh my God, this is like lightning trapped in a jar. Let's see. Yes. Let's listen. Why are you just stand? Be normal. I just saw this. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Like this. a capybara no. in the wild. No, I was. was smiling. I was like, no, happy to see that? you. Who's this? <laughs> what? Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? You might. We must stop meeting like this. I only ever want to see you. What? At a, on like a, on a, on a, that's not the what? end of the sentence. That's not the end of the sentence. I never want to see you in these kinds of situations. What about other kinds of situations? Not interested, gonna, not interested. I was going to invite you to my birthday party. When's your birthday party? The 30th of January. What astrological sign are you? I'm an Aquarius. That's your moon. If you have a sun sign that's the same as the moon sign of someone else, it's not good. No, it's good. Oh, it's good? Yeah. Why is that an issue? Well, because I don't I, I don't think we should explore this. Okay, well, I, I'm not even asking to. I know, but I'm just like You're the one who's stating, obsessed with, you're obsessed with me. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay. scared of what it could turn into. Okay. And I'm not ready for that too kind much. of thing. I'm not ready for it. Oh, okay, well, I am. Wait. <laughs> You're nominated tonight. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You have, I feel like you have an affinity to playing re religious characters. Are you going like, to ask a serious question? <laughs> no, I don't want to. Are you to. actually going to ask a serious question? I knew you did it. So go on, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. You seem to have an affinity <laughs> to playing... Oh, sorry. We're just in the middle of an interview. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we love Please ask your question. No, you have an affinity to playing religious characters. I feel like you're always playing a religious man in some way. It's not a question. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> favourite food? <laughs> I'd say my least favourite food, yeah. usually here on my show, is someone more important. Someone is like yeah, Austin Jonathan Rhys Myers. Can we like wrap this up because I need to speak to Austin Butler. AB's on the way. Yeah. AB's coming in. I better bounce. Can I get your autograph? Wait, this feels like a trick. I'm not going to read what it says. It says... I'm not going to read what it says. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear what it says. It says... It says best friend certificate. Bye, best friend. Okay, bye. See ya. See you. Hey, hey, See you on the next carpet. Hey. Bye. See You're great. Oh, You're my. great. They, I, I'm, I'm glowing ah, from just yeah, listening. I'm nervous. I want to see the video now. I've got it here, waiting for when we finish the show. So, so what happened? That, so, are, is it is is it real? Is it? No, are they dating? Just, I I don't know. We, we, don't, we just have these clips. They when they bump into each other in red carpets and they leave you feeling all this like nervousness, like as if it was happening to you. And now I'm like. Ah. But, but good nervousness. I feel, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why it's my top one, like, dating couple I'm into now. Like, Fantasy. even if they're not, like, I'm so invested. But I, I don't want them to date yeah. because I don't want that beautiful moment to become yeah, anything else. Yeah, I want else. them to, like, slow burn <sighs> it more. Look, like, this... I want this slow burn mm. to lovers moment. This is, we talked about this, I think, on the Spanish Weekly, where that show, Auto Defensa, yeah. the the. Be, Be, Brenda, Berta, Belen Barenge and Berta. Berta. She says this. Is it her who said her character says something about how it's so cool when you're in the flirting mm -hmm. stage, yeah. but there's a moment if you're like courting someone in a party or something like there's that like this there, there's that red carpet moment where it's all bubbly and ah joking and yeah, but there's a danger of all of a sudden there's a moment where uh, you, you it goes stale the the mood goes stale and all of a sudden you you're and I hate that. 
I'm scared of that th that moment, no? Yeah. I mean, not anymore. I'm, I'm out of the game. But uh, <laughs> but it but it's such yeah. a sad thing when uh, it's not it like doesn't, a and it's like you know what? I'm not even gonna go home with you anymore, like because the nah, it's it's just gonna suck after this. Yeah. You know what? We're gonna go to bed together. You and everything's downhill. Even like even sex isn't like mm. an exciting prospect. Mm. Like the the talk for yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean the the, the the bubbly moment of flirting is just the highest. It's the best moment. It's almost like when you're gonna do. No, never mind. <laughs> no, okay. I'm gonna segue now. Into when you're gonna the next do one. an ollie, so, it's more exciting hang on, hang on, than when you actually do the ollie. Question: How big is chicken shop dates? Like, I had no idea that it's it was huge. It's like people are co comparing her. Like, I saw a TikTok of a girl saying, "Now I understand what my mom feels for Oprah. This is how I feel about oh, this woman. I love chicken this shop dates. This is like date. the yes. new generation's Oprah. Like, she's like conquering everything. I mean, there was a moment when everyone was coming up with a gimmick of like an interview show, like oh, in a chicken shop or in a nail polish saloon. And I and I thought, you know, Roxy was always saying, oh, you have to do something like that. You have to. Do. I was like, this, 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 this is gimmicks. This goes nowhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it did go somewhere. I was wrong. I did not <laughs> see you, it coming. Yeah, she's the best. Wait, has... we have we have red curtains like in Twin Peaks. Why why, why, why don't we, we have a hit show the level and, uh, of chicken shop? <laughs> having you interview Andrew Garfield on red, red carpet. We're going to get you there. Amara, you are going to be our correspondent on red please, carpet. Please. I can I want to meet Beyoncé twice. I want to <laughs> unleash you on the Met Car Met Gala, you know, and oh. talk to Anna Winter. Anyway, sorry. So uh, yeah. so, uh, so yeah. do you know who felt what we were saying um of the th of not love dying out, but the thing that, oh, it's not a mystery anymore. It's not something we can be playful about. Everyone's favorite couple, everyone, in, meaning me and people in my generation, mm -hmm. because this is like our Alexa Chang, Alex Turner kind of couple, meaning Paul Mescal and Phoebe Richards, who were like the ultimate couple. Everyone was like freaking out about the fact that they were together because it 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 felt like it was too good to be true. Like... It cannot be that the new hottest person ever alive that's also <laughs> very funny and very, like, sensitive and very, like... Sensitive is, like, a good thing, right? Yeah. 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 It's yeah, all, but, apparently, when uh, I was growing up, no. Uh, <laughs> the, the shy, sensitive guy into Yola Tango music <laughs> and stuff. Uh, no. Oh, man, you're, oh, man, you, you, lady, I well, know you. I, I feel like uh, it sounds like, a, like I'm being an incel here, but I was, like, the sweet guy and stuff, and no oh, girl would... not they, the nice It guy, was almost like a critique. Kira Miro <laughs> said this to me. I used to present a show with Kira Miro, who's, like... Super wonderful one of the most beautiful actresses in spain and she said oh my girlfriend said that you're so nice like mm -hmm. an osito like a little cuddly bear they don't really want they they, they want a, like a, a guy who rides a motorcycle and and slaps them or i don't know yeah whatever. that sounds kind of insult um yes <laughs> no not an insult no no what's the okay. guy from the white lotus the yeah. the young character yeah. what was his he was uh, Albie. He, it was like a critique but like, what's the internet the nice name guy. for that kind of nice guy, the nice guy. who yeah. who gives a prostitute 50,000 so she yeah. can have a better life and she just yeah. and tricks him thinks, yeah. yeah I'd be that guy well Paul Mescal is not a nice guy he's an actual like hot person everyone wants to be with um, and Phoebe Richards is like the best sad girl songwriter everything you want um, and they were dating and they were in love. It was like, I don't know, something made up from books and what exactly what everyone would want. And they were 
like truly in love. It was not like a PR couple. It was too good to be a PR couple. Like PR couples, you can already tell they're not like real. Well, it's over. Um, no. Why sh we should be happy about some couple that we don't even know? Mm, you shouldn't be projecting your own happiness into people you don't know. So we have to like... What's that, lesson here. What's that called, Ben? When you oh, living vicariously, no? When you live yes. vicariously through yeah. other people's joy and and like, oh, Rafa Nadal won the Open, and you're super happy as if you had won it. That's a good sentiment when you're yeah, a well, loser. And when you <laughs> when they lose, it's a bad sentiment, and that's how we all left feeling. Mm -hmm. But and but the story doesn't end here because it's a love triangle. It's like it. I feel like it's. I'm reading a book and I, the author knows what I want. Like, <laughs> I'm going to give you the couple you want and then I'm going to make them break up and you're going to be devastated. But then another character will join the plot and then you will be confused about what to feel. And the new character is Bo Burnham. Bo which, Burnham. Which makes a lot of sense. Like, who else would be Phoebe Richards dating other than Bo Burnham? It feels like they're the same person, but in like different universes and of course mm. they would be dating it's like the the second circle in a band's diagram of the female gaze kind of man like Bo Burnham Paul Mescal I don't know who Wait the third minute. would I be I thought Bo Burnham was kind of he, he physically he's a little bit your typical incel like the guy who's just at home being angry no, because, because the world isn't giving the him the male gaze thinks women like a like a super strong dude with tattoos and whatever. And it's and like, like no, really big V-neck t-shirts. Yes, and this is what the male gaze thinks women want. But women want Paul Mescal, Bob Burnham and Mr. Darcy. It's like, you don't understand anything. I don't care about the gym. I care about them being funny and them being like understanding of like, this is not what I want. This is what I want. Like Bob Burnham and Paul Mescal is a man written by a woman. Ah, uh, okay. That's a that's a headline there. Paul Mescal and Bo Burnham are a man. Are men written by women? Yeah, or, just like the or priest, a male fantasy written by a woman. The priest in Fleabag is a man. Is a man written by a woman? Yeah, like, hot priest. Yep. Okay. And now there's this love triangle going on. Like I feel sorry for Paul Mescal. At the same time, I'm thinking, how were they not already dating like Bo Burnham and Phoebe Bridgers? And now I feel like I have to be Paul Mescal's new girlfriend. I take the, the, okay. the job. Yeah. I'll do that for him. I'll, I'll take this one for the team. And, and I think we can then all be happy because having this just an ordinary girl narrative in your life after being dumped like so publicly and your girlfriend having a new boyfriend so like rapidly, you need like this cute narrative that I can bring to him. And just I'm just going to tell him now. So... Um, so be ready for like a love square or whatever is going to happen. Love square. Yep. That will be interesting. I really, really, I'm dying to see After Sun, the movie starring Paul mm. Mescal, where he plays a young father of a you, teenage yeah. girl who go you're on a summer cry holiday. You're going to so much. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yes, you're, you're going to be devastated. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. But you have to go. Okay, next one, I'm going to be really quick because I don't want to talk about it. But at the same time, I feel like I have to talk about it because it's so like, I have to talk Come about on. it. Oh my God. How are we ah. not going to talk about no, the but wedding? Very quick. No, we're, we're not going to talk about it. Okay, Kanye West got married in yes. a secret wedding to what? her architect, like Yeezy architect. And nobody knows anything else. This is all that's been said. Yes, um, we do. She's Australian, apparently. Uh, she's Australian. I didn't know that because I didn't want to look too much into it. Apparently, nobody is in contact with um Kanye and he's just um, offline of everything um, and even 
his lawyers that want to drop him cannot go, get into contact with him. So in order to tell him that they're dropping him, they're going to put like advertisements in newspapers. Oh like, my God. Hey, Kanye, I hope you can read this. Um, we're dropping you. Bye. All they need to do is post it on Instagram <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> no, but he doesn't have Instagram or anything. Yeah, How, that's what, what he says. What, what, like, I just... I mean, I've, I've done uh, nothing about Kanye West's new wife. I wish them all the best in the world. But it kind of surprises me after Kanye West's recent sort of yeah. the last six months he's had Burnout. that anyone would be like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Well, this a, is, a, I mean, <laughs> that's the same thing I thought. Like, after everything he's done lately, like, I understand the appeal to, like, marry Kanye as anyone. Like, even if you don't care about him, like, um, you're gonna be, like, have a lot of, like, contacts now. But... After the last, last two months, three months, whatever this has been going on, I don't think anybody would be like... Mm, yeah, but you know you how know a lot of women have that mature... Uh, they, they, I can they, change him, but this is different. No, the what, do you, what did you say? The I can change him. The I can I can take care for him. I can I can be the mother mm, to him. That, not, you know, in, like, not in this case. I think he has like crossed that line even like... Well, he definitely needs... that. What everyone who's still that kind of like is worried about him, like myself, is like all we think is what he needs is a strong family unit or at least a strong woman behind him who can, who can like just frenarle, uh, put brakes on his, uh, on his madness, uh, his, 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 his mouth, <laughs> you know, and, and, and gives him, you know, because, and curiously enough, she looks a lot like a Kardashian. Of course. Like she looks like there are some photos. It's like okay, she has that kind of Kardashian aesthetic, you know, and and the, the brown hair and stuff. She's uh, very incredibly beautifully beautiful, like him. Uh, so this is what the, I find it funny. Just like Piquet's new girlfriend Clara Tia looks a little bit like Shakira. It's like wow, it's it's just funny when you see people have a type, and they 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 keep buying into the buying into the they keep finding a partner as if they're trying to redo it for a second time it's like okay i fucked up the first time let's try again with someone who looks exactly the same it's almost like a little delusional thing going on and but we said he already that the, dated um kim's like doubles and stuff but i don't know i don't know why he married i i don't care let's move on <laughs> You don't care, on. but you do. I can yeah, see you're fighting I, it. You're, I care a lot. You're having I care a lot, but I'm fighting my demons. <laughs> like, as he should. As he should, because I'm I'm doing my part. He's not doing his part. Okay. Okay, moving, Mo moving, moving on to the next one. Yeah. And the last one, because this one I, I don't care that much, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, Emily Ratajowski. Rataj I think I said it right. I, I think so. I've heard people say Ratajowski. Ratajowski. Like the, okay. the, the TJ becomes a K in Polish. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. This is a woman, this incredible woman. Emrata. Emrata on Instagram and everywhere. Um that <laughs> the last time we talked about her, I think, I don't know if we did, but you already know, um, was kind of dating Pete Davidson, who yeah. is not dating Pete Davidson, has <laughs> become the new Pete Davidson after dumping Pete Davidson because she's now dating another comedian and I feel like she has gone on so many dates um recently that she's like the new female version of who will Emrata be spotted with this mm. week? And I love this narrative for her. Like, we needed a female Pete Davidson. Yeah. And I hope she doesn't fall into, like, slut-shaming kind of narrative and that we're over it. Like, it's 2023. We can have a male Pete Davidson. We can have a female Pete Davidson. Yeah. And no, no, none of them are sluts or anything. Yeah. They're just, like... They're um, just doing everything that everyone wishes they could yeah. do, but they're not allowed to because okay. of marriage and social constraints. Yeah. And <laughs> 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 Okay. 
and me, or maybe because no one wants to date these people. Um, but yeah, she has been spotted with um, Eric Andre, the comedian. That yeah. Um, they've been like on a basketball date like everyone does in the United States. I don't know why they go on so many. Like, I know, basketball dates. That's it. The fr- obviously yeah, front row. To be, yeah, to be photographed, yeah, I guess. But uh, I don't know, go to like a restaurant. Well, the British there. have Ascot, you know, the, the horse races or, oh, or garden horse, shows yeah. and that kind of stuff. The Americans have uh, front row basketball seats. Baker's games. As mm. someone who grew up in Britain, can I just say not many British people have Ascot. We have Weatherspoons. And like football, uh, football terraces. No, you wouldn't take a date to a football match. Really? No, that would be insane. But that's celebrity level we're spo- speaking about. Like I don't but think not, people don't know people. don't know people that would you not go on a date to a football ground if like no no it's a, no no good lord yeah but I know like <laughs> I, I a lot of English women that I know are as into football as much as the the boys are in the sense you know like I don't know um. Yeah, but like, what's romantic about about? Football? No, that's true. That's it's true. Cold, okay, in the same. You know, yeah, exactly. It's not like when the nice, cozy little basketball arena, you know, where you're sat next to Jack, between Jack Nicholson and Spike Lee, if the Knicks are playing the Lakers, that kind. Of, yeah, or DiCaprio. Yeah, I, yeah. I once saw someone taking um some on, on a uh, a date to a football match, um, and it was like when Norwich City were in the third division <laughs> of English football, and we were at this small stadium. We all had to stand up. It was packed, I don't think and it's it was bad. it was. No, well, I hate football and I think it's kind of we endearing. Lost, Norwich lost 2 0. He was unhappy. She was like, no, but uh, yeah, it was, oh really, my God, it was really I good. She, like, she seemed really nice. Um, uh, and, well, I hope it worked out well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, with that. Hang on, hang on. Where would you take, like, if you had to propose to a date to take them somewhere, where would you go, Marf Arbe- Barberdu, mm. Lady of Sabadell? Lady of San Not Sabadell. Sorry, sorry, San Oh my God, being read to field now. Um, <laughs> I don't know, not somebody I wouldn't bring them to. But somebody. obviously, you know, somewhere public where, you know, it's a first date, you know, and, and know. not a cafeteria. I, be, don't, I don't, don't like thinking. I like people thinking for me. I like being... Yeah, but imagine, like, I don't know, uh, you want to take the lead and, 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 and you take turns. Like, okay. If I had to date Paul Mescal, where would where I Where would you him? take, yeah, here in Barcelona? Oof. I don't know, a church to marry him. <laughs> There's a lot of churches. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. Eh? One date and already like, yeah. putting the toothbrush into the... Uh, let's let's <laughs> fast forward this. We know where it's going. Like, come on. No, don't do, be do you tooth- like this? Do you see us coming here again? Maybe to get married? And he would say like, yes, of course. Um, Just like Kanye did with this person that he knows for <laughs> two weeks. Okay. Next section, because this is all the love we had to talk about. I'm done with love again. Um, I don't want to hear it. Um, I want to hear less of people. This is the list of people that should learn how to shut the... F- yeah. Shut up. Um, <laughs> because apparently the celebrities decided it's their time to talk way too much. Like, yeah. I love... C- Podcast! I lo- <laughs> yeah. Oh, Celebrity Should I pod- shut up? Am I on the list? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I hate celebrity podcasts. It really, really annoys no, it's, me. It's not celebrity podcasts, but we could go into that. Like, yes. D- um, I know who you're about to talk about, and they do have a podcast. They do they? have a yeah. podcast, but I'm not going to criticize the podcast because I haven't heard it. Um, I'm talking about the book. Which you haven't read. Harry Prince Harry. Put have out you read it? What's no, his, I, I will tell you what I have. What's his done. surname? Harry of Windsor. No, what was it? It's just Harry Windsor. Harry, isn't it? I think. It's it, Windsor is their yeah, surname, yeah? So, yeah. Prince not not Mountbatten. Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Harry's surname, exactly. 
<laughs> well, he published the book um, a few days or weeks, I don't know. Um, it's called Spare. And wow. it has been making headlines for days, like every Daily Mail, every they whatever didn't... media they have in the UK have been like milking the headlines of this, of this book. And I don't like the Daily Mail, but this... No one likes the Daily Mail. He says some stuff in this book that is like, just just keep it to yourself. Like, I don't want to know more about your penis. <laughs> like, you're the Oh, he, he got frostbite, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, you are the prince of England. I don't care if your penis was about to fall out <laughs> in your brother's um, wedding. You, This is a kind of information that I, I didn't need. I want to know what you felt like when he got married. Like, I understand this is your memoir. And attacking but, uh, attacking his brother about the boldness. The boldness. Like, Ooh, my mom wouldn't like blow. you because you're bold now. <laughs> like, I actually do want to know more about his penis and frostbite. <laughs> sorry, wait, sorry, but I do. I don't. Wait, it's, it's, it's very scary. If you want scary. to know more about his penis, about his boldness, about yes, please. his <laughs> virginity, his um, he lost his virginity to an older woman, or him talking about war for way too much and like in a non-critical way. He's like, oh my God, the UK is so racist against my wife. Oh, by the way, I killed way too many people in Afghanistan. Wow. They were not people. They were chess, mm, chess pieces. Ha. Who cares? I would I'm bomb sure them again. I'm sure he didn't put a ha at the end of the sentence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure he had You a... haven't read it, so you have to trust <laughs> me now. Okay. Um, all right. So how do I... If you want to know more about this, like all these... I just said, but you don't have the time or you cannot be bothered to read it. Like, I I cannot be bothered to read it. <laughs> I have good news for you because um, one of my favorite podcasts, um, Celebrity... No, what's it called? Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Yeah. Already have their episode on, on the book out and they, like, go through it um, excellently as they always do and they're very funny commenting it, so... If you want to know more and you want to like laugh at it a bit more, yeah. um, I really recommend listening to their episode on Spare. Wow. He's like, I feel like kind of bad for him because the only conclusion out of this book is that he's not the brightest person. Like he's not really smart and he really Aww. tries to conceal it and it's not working. But he, uh, you know, I, I always have that little, I mean, even though I don't like the thought of him killing people in Afghanistan, I always kind of had that little bit of respect that at least he did service, like military service. You know, that, that that's the thing about royals. That it's like, yeah, they're useless. They're, they're using taxpayers' money just to live this wonderful life and growing beautiful gardens and stuff. Uh, but it's like... I, they do kind of have to work for their for their title. They have to do military service. They have to, and you do learn things in the military, even if you're the. Well, he's not even the heir, the the, mm. the the well. No, he's next in line. To yeah, the he's the spare one. Pretty dark, killing twenty five. I know it's very dark. People, it's very and, dark. And he, I thought they didn't. I didn't like, know they went into combat. Literally, like they talk about it in the podcast. There's like a line that he goes like, "Oh, when I was in Afghanistan, there was a moment that we had." to bomb um, all these um, people. And and I knew that if we used like a bigger bomb, they would all die. But the the US people didn't want to and and, uh, and they didn't end up killing everyone. And it, I, it's the only regret I have. Like I would have used like a bigger bomb <laughs> to kill everyone. Jesus. All right. <laughs> like, I retire everything I why said. The, why, why is this man not being critical about 
the implications of war and their racism. Andy, and like, like, he had a ghostwriter writing the book for him. Yeah, I mean, but what, maybe they, he was like, okay, if you want to talk like, yes, about leave war this so in. Much, yeah. This is a thing he probably doesn't. You know, he he probably have these people like these editorial people like, yes, leave it in. It's going to be good for you. You you know, people that like your honesty. And you know, he, he looks like someone who's very easily coerced. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm not, I was trying to make a little oh, funny quip yeah, just he, so that my mother can apparently enjoy me was into dressing like a Nazi when he was younger by Kate, um, Kate and William I don't believe that apparently he was like in a like costume store and he called them like should I dress as a Nazi or as a plane um, driver and they were like a Nazi of and course was, like, you know <laughs> your uncle was a f- was friends with Hitler you know you might as well you know it was well, alright I, I really recommend listening to that episode because I could go on and on and on about everything that goes on on this book it's way too funny oh my um, God. but I want to talk more about people who don't know how to shut up just like me um, the chain smokers chain smokers they're, they're, they're alive they're, they're alive and they're talking way too much oh, <laughs> um, so as uh, someone um, Emily Kirk who is a journalist um, on Gawker wrote the chain, <laughs> the chain smokers made me sex negative you want to know why it is because of this very much real headline that I'm not making up now um, that read the chain smokers used to have threesomes with fans in multiple occasions and why do we know this information that we didn't want to know and that nobody asked? Well, apparently they went to the podcast. Yeah, and they don't have their own podcast, but they will go to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, on Call Her Daddy, that um, is, we can talk about it another wait, time. Wait, wait, there's a podcast called Call Her Daddy. Yeah, and there's a... If you want to know more about Call Her Daddy, one day I can make like a whole episode about what call her daddy it's like a multi-million dollar it's like the joe rogan for girls um well she they went on call her daddy and they like decided it was time to overshare their sexual lives including these should have stayed um between them nobody wants to know nobody asked um revelation and now we have this information and uh, you do you know what to do with it i don't know what to do with it i just don't want to know it i thought i thought who is this who are the chain smokers why are they still like a thing and apparently there's so much of a thing that one of them i don't care who because they're exactly the same is dating selena gomez what i i truly 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 once again, we'll say it, I'm not scared this time. Don't understand, like, the marketing going behind the Selena Gomez um, brand. Like, why mm. would you, like, as it, her PR team, allow her to date a chain smoker? Why do... Why maybe do they... it's love. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's true <laughs> no. love and, and hell yeah. But sometimes th- th- some of these pop stars have such terrible taste. Yeah, Seriously. chain smokers. I mean, Shakira. I mean, Shakira. Come on. The chain smokers were like on my timeline. Is because they were like in a Walmart, like signing CDs, like like in a stall, like not a a Costco. I think it was even worse. Oh God. Um. Well, and I I have a bit more information on the Selena Gomez dating thing. I mean, she dated Zac Efron. How can you go from Zac? Didn't she? I don't no. remember everyone no, in Disney Channel. Who was her? No, who was her favorite? Or was it Bieber? Bieber, Justin Bieber. Ah, she was with Bieber. I was Watch out sometimes for I Selena. Um, oh. After dump. Oh, <laughs> 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 
what? It's what they say when they're um, talking about. Well, um, and the chain smoker guy thing. There's two of them, Alex Paul and Drew Taggart. I don't know which one of them is dating uh, Selena. Maybe both of them are because they have three songs oh, all the God. time. Um, but um, she, he's not only dating Selena Gomez. Um, she, he is dating her after dumping. If Jobs, what? Who is the daughter of Steve Jobs, as you might have guessed? The I daughter that he wouldn't recognize for years. Steve Jobs had a daughter that he wouldn't recognize. I don't know. That no, was that, no that, I think I think Eve was the. Was this the, is the official. There one. was a daughter yeah. that he kind of didn't want to like be. Konya, that's the the axis of the movie about Steve Jobs is him and this estranged relationship with his daughter, who oh. he wouldn't recognize. Obviously, now she's got like a incredible stakes mm. in Apple and stuff yeah he took care of her but uh, but f until she was 16 if you name her Eve and you're called Steve it's the the one that you recognize it's like this is the one that sounds like me <laughs> well the also also it's like Steve Jobs Apple Eve Adam and Eve and, kind oh of thing which God. is a bit weird isn't it I think he's such a weird though Steve, why would you name her Eve? Oh, he's got a couple. He got Reed, Paul, Aaron, Sienna, Eve Jobs, and Lisa so Brennan. So Eve Jobs. was dumped by this. But ima imagine being dumped by a chain smoker. Like I would kill. Me. No, I would, <laughs> I would like end it all. And she, what she has done is delete her Instagram. It's like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Like the secondhand embarrassment of dating someone you shouldn't have dated. Like, oh my god, please don't bring that up. But and especially if you made a post like. A couple of weeks ago, like the 31st of December, which was his birthday, saying happy birthday, lover. And then two weeks later, he dumps you for someone else, like Selena Gomez, especially. Like, you're like, oh my God, I want to be erased. Imagine the reasons you get from being dumped by a chain smoker. Imagine if, like, yeah, you know, conversation's just not flowing. You know, I'm into high, I'm into like higher things or like, no, no. you know, or, just imagine that. Apparently, he said, like, oh, I. We just can give each other a bit of time. Like, he didn't even close it, like, completely. He said, like, oh, we can just give each other, like, time. And then he, <laughs> the next thing you know, he's dating Selena Gomez. And you know it because of, like, press, not because he called oh. you. Well, men, yeah, they should stay quiet and maybe <laughs> don't, like, stop being a chain smoker. Like, <laughs> I said, become Homer in the meme, yeah, disappearing exactly. into the... Nice, 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 nice. They Good should thinking. listen to the weekly review. If they had listened to that, maybe they wouldn't have done all of that. Come on, boys. And now, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite uh, moment of this endless list, apparently. Of things that have happened. Of things that have happened. This is my... This is a will be on my 2023 best moment of the year. This will be part of it. Um, there's um, this suffix that I'm about to say is the American Dialect Society word of the year. What? And you don't understand how obsessed I am with this um, news that has come out. So a bit of context. If you didn't know, the Oxford English Dictionary named Goblin Mode <laughs> As the 2022 word of the year. Really? Yeah. It's a bit try-hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's like, come on, hey, hey kids, I'm cool. Do you want to buy a dictionary now? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, and and uh, rightfully so, the American Dialect Society were like, oh my God, they did it so great. Like, they're the best. And I'm just going to quote what um, Mia Mercado wrote about this like news. <laughs> when it came time for the American Dialect Society to select its word of the year, over 200 linguists, lexicographers, grammarians, and other language scholars collectively said, 
hold my dictionary because the word of the year that the um, American Dialect Society chair decided was the word of the year is the suffix usi. Usi. U-S-S-Y. Yes. And I'm Use gonna, it in a sentence. Yes. And no, I'm going to read the statement that the chair of the ADS um, thing um, said when they, they released the statement. Ben Zimmer. He said, yeah. Um, the selection of the suffix usi highlights how creativity in new word formation has been embraced online in venues like TikTok. The playful suffix builds off the word pussy to generate new slang terms. The process has been so productive productive lately on social media sites and elsewhere that it has been dubbed usification. Usification. <laughs> so I'm going to like put Oof. it into context where usi comes from and everything. So using the suffix Pussy, that comes from pussy, obviously, was popularized after the queer slang word bussy, which is boy pussy. Um, bussy. <laughs> bussy, is it? Yeah. So uh, use it in a sentence like, oh, Ben, you're being such a bussy. No, 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 no. It's like the boy pussy. Like, it's like a literal, like, um, yeah, like you would use pussy, but just for boy pussy. But it's when would like, you use the I'm, word? I'm confused. I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah. Is it a, is it like another an, a code word for penis? Uh, more like anus. I feel like. <laughs> oh, so in the in the queer world, oh baby, I'm gonna rip your bussy. It's like I'm gonna <laughs> give it to you in the back door. No, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry for being so crass, but I needed clarification. Okay, so yeah. Um, so I did, but not of that. <laughs> so in, instead of being, uh, instead of saying, oh, Ben, don't be such an asshole, uh, like the Americans would say, don't be such a bussy. No, because bussy is good. Like, I'm I'm going to bust my bussy tonight, my bussy tonight. Like, I'm oh. going to bring it all, like, or uh, my bussy is on fire. <laughs> what about, like, ah, I get it. Right, right. Um, so if, like, I'm working my ass off here, I could say I'm working not, my bussy off? Kind of, but it's not like a literal translation. Like oh. it's slang. I don't know how to say. It. I know, like, I know, I know what you mean. It's. Um. So I'm gonna get my bussy action tonight. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, kind of, kind of. It doesn't always have to be sexual. Just like with joy. Just like pussy is not always like sexual in that term. But yeah, it's gonna be a bussy, a bussy night tonight. You know, DJ Playero's on. Yeah, the the I got new clothes. <laughs> it's gonna be a bussy night. You're getting it, but not really just ah! like mother the other day <laughs> damn it but you will get there so like um, it became very very popular like saying like the word bussy um and then it became so popular that people for like humorous reasons were using the suffix usi to like any literal name like um dictionary or the weekly review usi or <laughs> 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 so it it adds like this humorous um touch um with um the suffix usi so people are like to make fun of stuff is like, it the equivalent of how in spanish we we diminutize things like un vasito uh, ay voy a comerme un bocadillito si, uh, yes it's like a suffix but like a diminutive it's not anything and usi is just to make something funnier sound funnier like or like, like uh, the former semanal they they que fortimel hay unas lentejas mel it doesn't have like the funny aspect to it it doesn't have like the queer slang internet aspect that usi have okay and and now i before finishing this um Usi section. Um, I have to add section Usi. Section Usi. Before finishing my section Usi, um, I have to explain, and this is the, the best thing that had 
that happened in Catalonia last year. Um, and I cannot talk about Uzi without saying this. Um, <laughs> that, um, a few... <laughs> yeah, in Sabadell. Um, a few, like, I don't know, it maybe was like November or so. Sabadell had like a... Which is like a town here in Catalonia. Um, they had like a public transportation campaign... Um, and they made like a mascot for the, the buses <laughs> in town, and the mascot had a name, and it was called Bussy. <laughs> <laughs> and people in the states lost it, completely lost it. It went viral, and and everyone was like, why, why, why is there a mascot in Spain called Bussy? <laughs> and and I just can't imagine like the mayor of Sabadell being like, what the hell? Why are these Americans talking about my campaign? Am I that good? Like I love Bussy. Oh my god! <laughs> Bussy made me famous. My Bussy made me famous. <laughs> and and yeah, we're we're known for having a mascot called Bussy oh here. Oh my god! And I love. Like the queerification of of Sabadell, accidental queerification of Sabadell, Ma- Sabadell Lucy. Ma- <laughs> can we, can we, uh, it's like the best. I I truly agree. This is the word of the year. Like Sabadell Lucy, everything is Lucy. Like yeah, I'm I'm just. I'm so happy. I love it because I still haven't grasped no, it. I, I, I'm no. gonna have fun like uh, on my I, own. Like I can in, I can send you like the, a full article about it. So maybe you will like. I need. By, to, I've got dyslexia. I yeah. need to hear it in sentences and like. Yeah, ah. I, I think there's a TikTok um, that someone explains and gives more. Of um, course, context. there'd be, wouldn't there? And before finishing, and maybe like joining with what you have to say next. Oh my god, it's we so don't late. have time no, now for what I was going to say next. I'm going to leave okay. that for next week. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I, I can finish now if you want to. Like I, no, I'm going to save it first. Um, okay, say it very fast. Come um, on, you're in a roll. <laughs> you're in a roll to see. On a roll to see. Um, Milan's Fashion Week was like this this week last week. Yeah, one of the most um, important fashion weeks, men's, especially for men's, men's fashion wear. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's only one conclusion: we are on recession core. Um, <gasps> yeah, because it's hit. Um, Gucci dropped Alessandro, whatever, Michele, Michele, and they made someone else. I don't remember his name. Um, creative the director, creative, creative director, CD. and it's um, very like. Subtle, like not like the Gucci that we know of um, for the last few years. Flamboyant, over the top, seventies. And that is very um, the example of the like the prime example of that we're entering recession core because fashion just isn't oh. like a reflection of what is going on in our society and mm-hmm. and just someone explain it like. The fashion before 9-11 was a type of fashion and the fashion after 9-11 was a type of fashion. Yeah. Like it's not something that we made up. Um, it's like a full on, like there's like actual academic theories behind it. And now we're on recession core. Like if you look like the Prada show, every show that came out of Milan Fashion Week just comes to prove that everything is um, toned down and very neutral, very not over the top. Um even Gucci, that's known for being over the top, decided to suddenly like call Turkey go like um, neutrals, and and even red carpets like no one is wearing jewelry. It also has to do with um, recession core, and and I'm here for it. I love how fashion is so important and not like something yeah, like a reflection of the times we live in. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit of what like here's me trying to be all intellectual, but I, I always loved the that whole essay or those th- rants by Albert Alf, Adolf Luz on ornament and crime in Austria at the beginning of the 1900s. You know, he was like saying oh, all this all this like 
extra architecture and all this, all these signatures of uh, a society that is once r rich and wealthy starts overspending and being like uh, vulgar and crass by by just over designing things, and then you have something like the Bauhaus come along, where mm -hmm. it's like no, no, straight lines, yeah. somber. Yeah. Let's just keep things uh, fun uh, functional and fundamental. And it's and it just keeps happening, you know. Every time the uh, the world suffers, like a world war, there's austerity that comes in, and uh, I don't know. I'm there's you, yeah. I, I don't know what I prefer. Uh, sometimes I like the flamboyance and the yeah. excessiveness. No, it's just like a reflection of we're just part of the sheep, like what the, the the when a lot of sheep are together, uh, like a sheep, flock, a, a flock, flock of sheep. We're yeah. just part of the flock of sheep that, and we just go with it. It's like I don't yeah. think it's part of our preference. We're just told what to like. But recession core yeah. goes ties in with this whole thing that I was saying. It's like it, everyone needs to start buying secondhand, going mm -hmm. to Umana, yeah, exactly, going to exactly. and the style. It already happened. Like the whole thing that Demna Vasilia, however you pronounce it, was was doing at Balenciaga when he took the role is that mm -hmm. this kind of uh, norm core. Like taken to the next level, like taking like the whole uh, uh, workwear uniforms, the, the the really bright colored fluorescent vests, you know, like you would wear if you're working, like guiding traffic. All this kind of uh, all these sort of icons of daily daily wear became like high fashion, and uh, it's interesting when it happens. It's just interesting, and it's like, oh look, look what people are doing in the creative worlds with this. I think I'm quite recession cool. I've decided because I never have time to go and buy clothes. <laughs> you are. The, the new it, it person of the office because you're the first one to embrace recession core. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm very glad. Ahead of the time. I'm very, very glad to hear that. If, if anyone wants any uh, advice on how to get recession core. Well, now that winter has properly come and temperatures have dropped, I'm fully immersed in gnome core, <laughs> which apparently is a thing, but uh, we don't have time to talk about it. I would rather we spend the last eight minutes or seven minutes talking about our album of the week, Ben, because uh, I know you're very fond of it. Uh, let's listen to a cut from Bell and Sebastian before we just, uh, Ben says a few words about the album of the week. I've been hiding, spending the night here without you In pursuit of a peace, a selfish thing for, baby A piece of something new, we were happy until Ben, what did you think of the latest album from Bell and Sebastian, which has got a beautiful title? What? What's the title? The Late Developers. Late Developers. I love that. that are they sort of having a, a tongue-in-cheek thing a, a statement towards them? Late Developers? I think they're always quite tongue-in-cheek, aren't they? They don't take themselves too seriously. And that's kind yeah. of one of the things I really love about this album. It's basically, they released an album uh, last year. And I think that was the, the album where they did like everything, you know, that they were meant to do. Did all the interviews and did what their record company wanted to do. And then they were like, oh, God, you know what? Let's just... We release this other one and you kind of hear it in that it basically sounds like just them doing exactly what they want like there's some sort of like ultra pop numbers there's some like really uh, old school Bell and Sebastian numbers it's all very very charming and I love that I love it when a band just gets to the stage where it's like you know what sod it let's do this and um, you know the, there's no one there to stop it's their 12th studio album for crying out loud yeah and they've, it just seems like they've been around forever but they've never like I never get the sense that Bell and Sebastian have like uh, gone through a bad period or a stagnant p phase in their career and I read something 
the Alex, your mate Alex Petridis wrote describing the middle stage and a long career from a New York band, with, uh, uh, but I think it applies uh, to uh, to everyone. It, it's something that you can just hang on the wall, and it's like, yeah, you get to a stage where albums get reviewed respectfully, but without any real excitement. Gigs sell tickets to diehard supporters and people who only really want to hear songs from your first two albums. Solo projects that go almost unnoticed and play the classic in full anniversary tours. I thought, eh, yeah, well, it, it sounds a little bit sad when it's just sort of summarized in that way, but it it it's something that as a 40-something-year-old person uh, who's like lived parallel with many groups, I've seen them release first albums, I've seen the initial hype, and I've seen these kind of survival mode and stuff. It's It's so nice when you see a band like Bell and Sebastian that have been coasting it beautifully and majestically. And this album... It's it's got energy. It's got like a an upbeat tempo to it that that's really welcoming. I was amazed with the song "When You're Not With Me." It reminded me a lot of Peter Bjorn and John's Uber hit "Young Folks." It's got that kind of funky bass line and and the and the drum beat and stuff. It's it's very DJable. Uh, yeah, it's a welcome return. I think sort of persistence is one of these undervalued things in music because yes. you know, like you're meant to be, you're meant to be this sort of musical star and have like one dramatic hit, and then go and take lots of heroin and and you know never come back with a second album, mm. which is you know, I mean, it's all right. I'm not telling anyone to go and take heroin, but like you, you know, um, <laughs> but there's something. It's there's something very unfashionable about people like yeah, you know. 20 years down the line, 30 years down the line, we're kind of still doing it and we're still doing it with, with kind of craft. And it doesn't sound sexy at all, but I think it should be sort of acknowledged. Because like Bell and Sebastian, imagine if they had split up and come back, they would... You, you get that extra boost. You know when bands split up and they come back, it's like, oh my God, they've come back. And yeah. like you get that moment, you know, like the Pixies, when they came back, they were actually yeah. massive and you're playing with these like really, really big gigs. Or Ride or Slow Dive. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. But it's actually, if you can keep on going... That's quite. That's quite honest. I'm not saying like you know, if bands need to split up, they should do it. But like, there's something a, a quiet dignity to it that, that I rather like. It, it. I mean, if I was like an, an artificial intelligence uh, program trying to like map out how to do a, a perfect career, Bell and Sebastian is an example of they started small. They were loyal to that kind of bookish vision of 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 creating this kind of pop that was you know uh, they, they they never had the sort of big melodies or big choruses it was always very subtle and and you would hear the horn sections and and all these little flutters and stuff and they were really committed to their vision and uh, any kind of um, hit or even yola tengo that's another example of a band that's just been f f around forever since the mid 90s and they just continue and continue and every album you listen to is good they've got like a benchmark of quality And it's like they, they might have a moment where they'll have like a really popular video on MTV at some point and oh, uh, some, all of a sudden the show's got slightly bigger in some places, but they never left that mid, that, that sweet spot in the middle, you know, and, and, and that was a way to just continue. Whereas it's really sad for bands when they all of a sudden they become like stadium acts. And then they have to downsize to go to like smaller venues. And all of a sudden they go from playing the San Jordi to playing the Cedex sidecar. And then they're like, you know what? It's just not worth it. And it's like, yes, it is, man. Uh, but the, your mistake was playing San Jordi. You should just like maybe always keep it at Razzmatazz level. I also like bands who aren't afraid to be quiet. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to be loud. You just sort of get loads of pedals and be loud. Whereas yeah. actually being quiet is a lot more difficult. It's a lot more difficult to play an instrument quietly and to sing quietly. And yeah. So with expression, I'm into quiet. If Ah, oh, that should have been one of my ins and outs. In, being quiet. Being quiet, yeah. Out being loud. 
disappear like Homer into the bush yeah. musically. Did, did you like it more? Do the youth like Bell and Sebastian? Um, yeah, I feel like they were bigger when being quiet was bigger, like Tumblr, sad girl moment. Ah, uh, yeah. But um, if we bring that back this year, um, of course, everyone remembers Bell and Sebastian. Yeah. yeah. They're iconic. And I remember the, my, the the first time I heard of Bell and Sebastian was reading the, the uh, a, mag a, a free mag culture magazine made in Barcelona called the Abe El Abarna, and I was so always so confused because I didn't understand that the photo of the person on the cover of the album was not a member of the band, and I thought, oh, Bell and Sebastian, there must be two people, like someone is called Bell and someone is Sebastian. It's like no. No, it's uh, the guy's called Stuart Murdoch and there's a whole bunch of them. And this was like one of the first times I was uh, like understanding that a band's name <laughs> did it with, with, with people's real names didn't necessarily have to be people in the band. You and must have got screwed up when you listened to the Beatles. You're like, they're not in sex <laughs> at all, are they? <laughs> Bought a Queen album, like, what the hell? <laughs> ben, the Beatles aren't called the Beatles because of an insect. It's because it's because a play the on the beat. word beat. The oh my god, I discovered it? this recently, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I couldn't have made that joke if I had acknowledged <laughs> that, the existence of that fact. Sorry. And sadly, that's all we have time for. We don't have time to talk about uh, the posh <laughs> background of Fred again, And but I think we're going to leave it for next week because yeah. there's a lot to sink our teeth into. And Gnomecore, we shall talk about it because winter is here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Rob, for producing. Let's listen to a little bit more of uh, Bell and Sebastian as we say goodbye. Did you listen to my breath? Cause there's something in the air And your love is all I need For your love is true indeed I've been looking, I've been looking down And I don't know what I'm thinking about You were standing right in front of me And it only took a moment to
which way to be I don't know if it's enough I don't know what you see in me But I know I'm not about to give you up I don't know which way to be I don't know if it's enough I don't know what you see in me But I know I'm not about to give you up Love me like, love me like, love me like 